Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, everyone. Dwight Beal here, and it is Monday, October 4. And I have a great guest here today, Travis Vrujink. Do you say Vrujink or Vrugink? Vrujink. Okay. And if you're, uh, my grandpa said back in the Netherlands, it was Vrugink. So <laughs> Vrugink. Vrugink. Yes, you had to roll your roll your R on that. So okay. Well, we expect everyone at Victory Point to address you as Mr. Vrugink. <laughs> Next time they probably see you. somebody with good Dutch would would say it's probably even I'm probably even doing that wrong. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? Well, in either case, uh, it's great to have you with us today. Thanks for taking time out of your work day. Yeah. Uh, so, Travis, before we jump into our Bible reading today, uh, tell us a little bit about your family life. Family life. So I have a beautiful wife and then two uh, daughters. We're also beautiful. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you, but I, we know that. So Aaron and Izzy. Um, so yeah, me, me versus three girls, but uh -huh. it's, uh, it's, how does that go? It's a good existence. I I'm, I'm okay with that. Can you hold so, your own? Uh, probably not, but that's okay. <laughs> so, um, no, it's, it's, uh, right now we're in the mix of, you know, schools going on and, um, Aaron's in high school, so that's a new thing this year. And Izzy's in middle school, so it's kind of both nice. of them have made that jump into kind of a little bit different uh, feeling in their school career, we'll call it. Yep. So, well, one of my favorite things about your kids is they they always try to scare me <laughs> on Sunday mornings and sneak up behind me, and it never works, but it's always fun. <laughs> they were trying to find you the uh, when we had the. Um, the little picnic outside oh. and you were, I think you came a little bit later, but uh, yeah, they were, they were searching you out to see if they could scare you on that uh, Sunday. But Well, you got a great family and, and how do you spend your days typically? Um, we, during the summer, we like to, my wife and I for sure like to do hiking and going for walks, that sort of thing. Um, and so outside a little bit, um, we enjoy watching some TV shows and that sort of things together. Um, so rewatching some of the older, uh, movies that are, that are good and chosen mixed in there as well. And of course. sometimes some YouTube Mark Rober stuff is kind of fun, fun Mark and educational. Rober. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Some good so stuff so how there. long have you been, uh, in the VP family? Uh, it's about. 18, 19 years. I don't, Come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We, uh, my wife and I started going here, um, before we were actually married. I think it was while we were engaged. So wow. that would have been 2002. So okay. and what drew you here originally? Do you remember? Uh, we were looking for, uh, a church family to join, obviously with both of us planning to start a family together, yeah. being, being married or getting yeah. planning to get married. We wanted to find a church home that was, you know, that was for us. That was, um, we didn't, we weren't going to join something that either of our parents' families were at. So, yeah. um, we were just kind of going to places around, um, the Holland Zealand area and ended up, uh, coming to victory point on one of their, uh, they had some celebration thing going on. So we, we came in and there was like beach volleyball. So getting like knocked around through the, um, through the sanctuary, uh, which was, 
yeah beach volleyball in the sanctuary or like, or like the big blow up volleyball oh, or the sorry okay. the, the beach balls beach balls oh got it um getting bounced all around and that was uh yeah that was our introduction to vp and we're like okay these people aren't too serious about themselves and <laughs> okay. um from that point you on, like we that, just kinda, huh? we kind of stuck around that was at least that was the the hook and then uh yeah just got to know some of the people and and the people at the church are just there's a lot of really amazing people here mm-hmm. so and are you still serving on the elder board? Yes. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that? Um, I don't know. In COVID years. <laughs> right. Um, I think it's been um, a little over two years, I think, something like that. So. But in COVID years, four years? Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It, feel, it feels like a long time. So, and that's, that's not just, yeah, that's just life living, not necessarily church related. So. Okay. It's hard to process what uh 2020 to 2021 it really is it It doesn't feel like like 18 months it's like a black hole isn't it (laughs) it does yes well let's jump into the bible passage today and if you wouldn't mind reading uh we're going to be reading job 23 verses 1 to 9 and then 16 to 17 and before you do that travis uh a month ago my mom was my guest i don't know if you got to listen to that at all Yes. And she brought a great idea, I thought, to the podcast. And that was uh, to pray those la- that last verse in Psalm 19 before we jumped into the word. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to pray that over us. That sounds great. Before you jump into the word. So, so, Lord, may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Mm. Amen. All right, Job 23, 1 through 9, and 16 through 17. Then Job replied, Even today my complaint is bitter. His hand is heavy in spite of my groaning. If only I knew where to find him. If only I could go to his dwelling. I would state my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would find out and he would answer me. I would find out what he would answer me and consider what he would say to me. Would he vigorously oppose me? No, he would not press charges against me. There the upright can establish their innocence before him, and there I would be delivered forever from my judge. But if I go to the east, he is not there. If I go to the west, I do not find him. When he is at work, in the north, I do not see him. When he turns to the south, I catch no glimpse of him. And then 16 and 17. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me. Yet I am not silenced by the darkness, by the thick darkness that covers my face. It's quite a passage, huh? It is. Yeah. I, as I was kind of reading through this and preparing, I'm like, wow, this is where we're starting out this week. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> Uh, we're not really jumping into the feel-good part of the pool. No, here. no, it's not. No. So what? So what do you make of this? Um. So I I spent a little time thinking about that, and I I think what I like about this is that uh, Job is kind of saying sometimes God's silent, mm. um, which is really tough to. Sometimes because we talk a lot about God always being, you know, always being present and mm-hmm. um, really implied that, you know, that God's always, you know, talking to us mm-hmm. and saying things. But 
Um, here, What's God saying and what are we going to do about it? Exactly. Right. Well, in this case, it's like what happens when God's not saying anything. Right. And it's a tough spot for Job to be in, especially because he's, I mean, he's suffering. You know, his complaint is bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he he wants God to answer him. And even at the end there, you know, talking about the the directions, the north, east, south, like I'm searching for you everywhere, God, and I'm not, I'm right. not hearing you. I'm not, right. you know, and he wants, obviously searching for um, maybe justice or searching for what, why is this happening? Understanding yeah. what is going on. Yep. Right. Yep. So that's kind of just the, my, my first takeaway from it. So. Yeah. So this is a little on the personal end, Travis, but mm-hmm. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's a tough spot. Um, when you don't, you don't feel like God's saying much. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a season of your life that you can remember where it seemed like God was silent? Yeah, there's a few of them. Um, and they, you know, the duration of them sometimes is longer and some of them are shorter, but um, I do know, I mean, at one point in my life, I was praying for a coworker who had, uh, uh, was suffering with cancer and just, you know, praying really hard for healing mm-hmm. and, uh, just, it just never came. Mm-hmm. And it was even in, in a coworker passing, it was still felt like God was really <laughs> silent and not mm-hmm. actually, you know, I didn't, I didn't hear a yes, a no, a not yet. I didn't hear any, like it, it was just silent and mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. And I was, uh, honestly pretty frustrated with and that God messes at that with, point in life. with us doesn't it it does yep yeah it does um so yeah luckily i mean i wouldn't say luckily it's just in god's timing um kind of came around from that and i think it's a good uh life lesson too as far as just um you know when god's silent i think job does a good um or lays a good example or a foundation of what, what to do in the sense of he doesn't stop talking and searching for God. That's right. Like through the painful stuff, like mm-hmm. the whole book, you read it and he's, he's not stopping. He's, he's not, not giving up. He's not giving up. Yep. Um, and so that was one thing that I was taking away from yep. as well. I, I love it in verse seven where he says, would, would God oppose me with a great power? No, he would not press charges. In other words, he he had a sense like, this is beyond me, and I don't think this is my fault. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He 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 wants to bring his arguments before God, and and again wants to have that conversation. Like, let's talk, God. Let's you know tell me what I you know if I did something wrong. Like, right. He's thinking that he's you know, um, that he's got a case to state right know, to God. So yeah. I had, I read earlier, you know, I went back to Job 22 this morning just to get some context. And mm-hmm. his his friend Eliphaz, I don't know if that's the right way to pronounce that, but Eliphaz uh, was basically saying, "Come on, Job, you're a sinner, yeah, and you're you're uh, you know you've sent widows away empty-handed, you've broken the strength of the fatherless. Um, this is why this is happening to you, yeah." And he says, come back to God and just humble yourself before God and then everything. And as I was reading it, I was thinking, it sounds like really good advice to me. Yeah. You know, but at the end, God says, no, your, your friends were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, anything else uh, jump out at you as you read this short passage? Um, one verse that always sticks in my head from Job, um, from having read it before, that I can't ever escape whenever I read Job, is uh, I, had, I had to look it up. I know the saying, but I had to look it up. So it's Job 13, 15. Hmm. Um, Job lands at a spot and he says, you know, I think it's in the middle of where his friends or wife or there's people that are saying, you know, essentially curse God and die or look into your life and you need to make changes. Right. Um, and Job in that says, though he slay me yet, I will hope in him. Yes. Um, and I really love that for the sake of the picture of saying whatever, whatever is happening, wherever yeah. it's at, I, I am subject to, you know, I'm subject to God. And I, in in essence saying, I, even though I feel wronged by God, I still like, I'm in his hands, do what you're going to do. Right. Um, and I really, really like that. The not giving up. Yeah. Um, the one other thing I took away is just, I think sometimes we're quick to be, we're, we're impatient for God to speak. Mm. Yes. Um, and so, you know, in this waiting, well, you know, Job is, he's working hard to abide in God, Mm -hmm. right? Just like, this is, I don't know what you're doing, God. You're not saying anything. I'm experiencing this. I still know you're God though. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wonder sometimes in my life, you know, are, are, are we too quick to act? Like we don't hear God moving on. We don't hear God's voice on something and we go, well, I didn't hear anything. I'm just going to do this anyways. We force our hand. And, and if we choose to not do that, if we choose to wait, um, what, what's waiting for us on the other side. That's good. So, yeah. And we don't know what's waiting for Job on the other side yet. If we've never read this, but no, uh, he, obviously he didn't know. Uh, the last verse you read, Travis verse 17, you know, God has made my heart faint. The almighty has terrified me. Yet I am not silenced mm-hmm. by the darkness. Uh, I think that speaks to to just his resolve mm-hmm. to not give up. Yep. So here's another uh, personal question: Has God ever felt frightening to you? Um, that's a good question. I don't. I don't know, at least not on the, not as a whole. Like mm-hmm. I see a God of, um, you know, God sometimes in the old Testament where it's like, um, telling the Israelites go wipe out these people and don't leave one stone on another. And you're like, Ooh, yeah. what, you know, this, yeah. this isn't the God I like to think about. Right. And then even like in, in revelations and some of the things that are in there that seem really, I mean, God's really flexing, I would say flexing is his muscle and his might, which he has full right to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the stuff that can get a little scary where you go. It's, you know, it's far beyond like, what who is I this can... God really that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's not even the lion, like it's the, you know, it's not even the lion part. Like we'd say, you know, God's a lion and you yeah. kind of go, oh, okay. You know, but it's, it's gets to be a much scarier, even scarier than that in some sense. Cause it takes, takes down some of the preconceptions of, you know, God's always this, you know, yeah. 
nice loving father yeah. and there's not any scary stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love the line in Lion, Witch in the wardrobe mm-hmm. where the beaver, you, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, You're I not do. in your head. That was in my head. Was it? Yep. Yep. Where the beaver says, uh, is he safe? And then who's he talking to? Is he, uh, forget who the conversation is between. He's talking to one of the, um, one of the sons, sons of man or whatever it's, it's okay. where I think that he's talking to one of those. Okay. And the response is no, he's not safe, but he's good. Yeah. Or it's uh, I think he was actually talking to the, was it Tumnus or whatever the, okay. Yeah, I think that might've been. Yeah. So this acknowledgement that there, there is a fierce side of God, yeah. but his goodness is just as fierce, yeah. you know, and, and his fierce side is born out of his goodness, Yes, you know, and his, his uh his love and job maybe even thinks about it thinks of it as you know god is just and in like he's fierce in his justice and mm-hmm. in this case too is just like i feel like i've been wronged and mm-hmm. i want to know i i want to make i want to try to understand this mm-hmm. and god's being silent so well travis if there were any action steps or things from this passage that you could then turn around and say, Hey, this is, uh, this is a takeaway maybe for how it would affect how I live today or ways that we would encourage our listeners. Um, what would that be? I'm going to probably steal one of the ones for coming up in the next day or two, Okay, because this theme starts to run through, but, um, know that if, um, God is silent in your life right now. Mm. Um, you're in good company. Mm. Um, cause Job is mm-hmm. pretty solid dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, you know, I would say a man, a man of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and God was silent with Job. Mm. Uh, but also know that, um, we can follow Job's example to, to not be quiet to, or yep. not to be silent to, uh, continue to abide and trust Yes, um, that God is still working, moving, even yes. though we can't hear it or see it. That's right. It's a good word. It's a really good word. Well, you want to close us with a blessing? Yeah. Do we want to do the pre-planned one or? You know what? Just bless from your heart. <laughs> All right, listeners. Um, may you hear God's voice. Yes. And if you're not hearing God's voice, may you know that the father is still deeply in love with you. You are still his child. uh, And you can face this day with the strength that he's given and know that um, he loves you. And that even though he's silent right now, he will not continue to be forever. He will speak. Yes. God bless you all. See you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.